2: The Opinion Line on Courts 96FM.
3: Helen McCarthy from Chucky's.
2: Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? And thank you for highlighting this.
3: Yeah, Helen. um, I think you were hoping to reopen this week.
2: Well, I suppose we've moved our opening date uh, three or four times at this stage in line with uh, the indoor dining. And, you know, I suppose we couldn't understand how we were in that classification anyway, uh, you know, because... The premises are much smaller and pubs and everything like that. And last year, we were able to open without before pubs, you know, because it was deemed essential that, you know, children's facilities were available. But Mm. this year, we've we accepted that we were with indoor hospitality and made our preparations to open as it was delayed and delayed, took on staff, you know, bought in products. Um, But then, as it came to the most recent reopening, we found ourselves in a different classification, which was actually in with amusement arcades, bingo halls, nightclubs and casinos, which we can't understand and we've been kept closed um, and there is no uh, uh, clarification as to why this is the case. And no clear understanding as to, you know, what they're doing to facilitate families. Uh, with children, and know. Helen,
3: is it difficult to socially distance in one of these places? Like, obviously, for the parents, they'd be able to sit at tables, and there would be the required distance between the tables. But for children who are just running around and using all the equipment, um, is that the reason why they still remain closed?
2: <clears throat> I, I, I don't think so, because last year it wasn't an issue, and there wasn't a single case of of COVID, uh, you know, in play centres. The other thing is is Play centres are generally huge places that can accommodate large numbers. And if you take the uh, restrictions of 50 people inside, we'll say in somewhere like Jockeys, you're talking about 20 adults, probably 20 to 25 children, and 20 to 25 children playing in a play area that can accommodate 250 kids. We can have tables that are two or three metres apart. And last year, we introduced mandatory mask before it was even mandatory in the supermarkets. And parents were happy to wear the mask if they were moving around. And generally, it was only to go to the cafe or go to the toilet um, and sit and watch their kids while the kids played and run, ran around. And the other thing about small kids is that they generally don't really mix with other kids. They're playing away in their own head. They're doing their own thing, um, you know. So it's not really a case of, you know, 25 kids in a building, 15,000 square feet. It's not easy. It, it's not difficult to, to, mm-hmm. to distance them, you know. And there'd also be play uh, supervisors as well to kind of ensure that, you know, if there's groups. But generally with 25 kids, you would have five families of, of of kids you know or yeah. friends that have been in a bubble already so it, it, it really and you're also time limited to an hour and a half you know so use the places sanitized before and afterwards so it's much easier to manage than than um you know a small restaurant or a small pub where where people are not moving out the place is sanitized and yeah. more people are
1: coming in
3: and dennis lynch you're over in the planet good morning dennis
1: Good morning, Fiona. Good morning, Helen, as well.
3: Hi, yes, Dennis. How are you? Dennis, <laughs> you've been closed since the 6th of October.
1: Yeah, 275 days, Fiona, and we're entering our 10th month, and we were closed for 100 days in the in the first lockdown. Now, I, I'd echo, I'd echo what, what Helen was saying there in terms of what's involved in running a play centre, but what's even more kind of confusing for us is that we also run a 10th and bowling centre as part of our offering, mm-hmm. and... Before the lockdown, we were operating with every second lane to ensure social distancing and so on. Um, like we see ourselves as being very similar to cinemas, and and like what we found now is that like you can bring a child for a pint, but you can't bring them to a play centre or take them for an hour's bowling. You know, like we're mm. we're, we're highly confused by this. To be and talking. how
3: difficult has this time been for you and your staff, Dennis?
1: Sure, look. We I think fundamentally, Fiona, we all understand and we, we appreciate the, the seriousness of COVID. Um, and, like, our big issue is that we're kind of the forgotten tribe in all of this. Like, we've mm. had so many false dawns. We see the economy opening back up. We've we've played our part the same as everybody else has. But, like, can you tell me that 100 people at a wedding, and we're delighted that the numbers are, are increased for weddings, but 100 people at a wedding on a Saturday night... That we present a greater uh, risk by having a few uh, people into bowl a family bowling on a Saturday afternoon. Like there's no consistency in this, and, and this is our big issue.
3: I know a lot of people listening to the opinion line on Crox 96 FM this morning might say, well, you know, kids can go outside and play, the weather has been lovely, but I mean for some parents, it's a real relief to be able to go into a play centre for an hour or two um, and, you know, especially if the weather is against us, which it often is in Ireland, and also, I know in Chucky's, they close the centre for a certain amount of time every week to allow kids with autism um, to come in and use the club, and Karen O'Mahony, you you're the mother of one of the children who avails off that. Good morning, Karen. Good
0: morning. Good morning, Helen. Good morning, Dennis. Hi, Karen. Um, yeah, How are good. you? Um, we 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 as a as a group have used Chuckies over the years, and Helen and her staff have always been really amazing for, for looking after the needs um, of so many of our families. And I mm. suppose like it's it's really important here to to acknowledge too that you know there's there's a lot of of shift and changes that have been thrown at at, at people and we all understand this pandemic is something that nobody has has known anything about um and everyone is trying to find a way but for our children routine and structure is really important um so for them and the reliance on a place that they know that's familiar to them that they trust and that they can use is really is really really um it's part of that family framework um, now we have, we have, our, our numbers have grown significantly in the time um, a lot of our families that use Chucky's outside of that um, during the week and at the weekends depend on that time because it's part of the child's routine and that child is, is really needing it and they look forward to it and it's, it's somewhere that they relax and they can enjoy. Mm. Um, and I suppose, you know, for us here um, at Rainbow Club, we, we support 518 children a week. <laughs> And in our in we've all we've been open since last July and we've been under really, really strict measures. It is achievable to run um something when you're really staying on top of of your fogging and your your sanitizing and it suppose like the fogging system that Sanitize Ireland came into us with is really, really effective and we haven't had anything in club. We've had no child sick, we've had no family member, we've had no staff out sick. So it's really effective and if, if if places like Chucky's and Planet are willing to do all of that work they should be encouraged and supported to reopen under those measures once they are taking on the responsibility of making sure that their their members and their visitors are, are safe and I mean both places are very very big they're really wide open spaces mm. you'd often find you know that you have well ventilated areas and things but the fogging, um, the antimicrobial fogging, when you spray an area that that has a strength of 40, 48 to 72 hours, so you know anything that touches that it kills the bacteria. So places can can reopen and use a lot of these systems to keep their their members safe. But again, it's it's. It's the consistency, and you look at last week in the really hot weather, a lot of our children struggled massively in that kind of weather. Mm. So on a really warm, hot day, you'd go to a play centre to give the child the activity because they can't manage outside in, in that kind of heat or that environment. You can't take them to the beach. And, you know, for, for us, I suppose, when, when my boys were younger, um, they would have, we would have had to go to somewhere like Chucky's to be able to give them some bit of a run around. Um, because they didn't like the beach, you know. So I think yeah. if, if businesses are willing to do that and they're willing, you know, their staff are on board and everybody wants to work together, then they should be allowed to to reopen and make sure that they are keeping themselves and their staff safe at the same time. And it, it is it is very achievable, you know.
3: And Helen Karen mentioned support for the soft play centres. Are you getting support from this
2: from the government? Well, I suppose we're getting the same as everybody else. And I have to say, you know, I, you know, these supports are vital and we appreciate them. Any business that was there throughout the recession knew what it was like to to actually operate without supports and try and keep afloat. So they are the difference between uh, floating and going under. But they don't pay for everything. Mm. You know, they're, you know, the, the CRSS is based on 20% of your turnover. The, the insurance isn't 20% uh, of what it was the previous year or your building, your rent isn't 20% of what it was the previous year. So, you know, the uh, uh, the same as Dennis, you know, of the last 17 months, we've only been open for two of those months. You rely on the busy months to pay for the quieter months. It's not a hard and fast rule. And I suppose we all put significant investment in to opening up last year, including buying fogging machines. And I'm glad, you know, that Karen mentioned them because Mm -hmm. the level of effort that play centers went to to make sure that they were exceptionally safe and exceptionally clean and, you know, going above and beyond with the sanitizing, you know, and all that investment went to waste because we were closed two months later and have been closed for the last um You know almost ten months at this stage, so the sports absolutely you know we welcome them and we appreciate them, but the hole is getting bigger each month um in terms of you know the outgoings as opposed to what 's coming in you know
1: so, so
3: Dennis, I suppose now at this stage it's just a waiting game to find out when you 're going to be able to reopen
1: yeah that 's where we are Fiona at this stage um. Like, I mean, I suppose we'd have to commend the the hotels and the vintners for, for their uh, lobbying efforts. And mm. like, you know, like, but should it really be a case of who shouts the loudest? You know, surely these businesses should be judged on their merits. I mean, to just to recap what the ladies were saying, like um, in, in terms of measures, like we had fogging machines and hand sanitizers and contact tracing and temperature checks and, and so on. And. Like you know we were proud of our staff and happy with our efforts and you know, and here we are now, kind mm. of where we've dropped to the bottom of the list and and we think absolutely without foundation, there's no fairness or equity in in this thing, unfortunately. So.
3: Thank you very much. That was Dennis Lynch from the Planet, Helen McCarthy from Chuckys and Karen O'Mahony Thanks, guys, for joining us on this um issue. What do you think? Do you miss the soft play centers? do you would you feel safe bringing your your children there? Is it a case of, like as Dennis was saying there about the fitners? it's a case of he who shouts the loudest gets what he wants.
2: courts ninety six Fm.